You don't need me to tell you the weather is a little weird right now. Santa Ana conditions are once again making the region as dry as a husk and increasing the possibility for wildfire. Over the past 24 hours, several small blazes have erupted, including one that burned some homes in Rancho San Diego. Here's what you need to know about fire danger over the next several days. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. Alex Riggins, you're part of the public safety team at the San Diego Union-Tribune, and last night you covered some breaking news in regards to fire. But before we get to that, uh, let's explain the current conditions. Um, How dangerous are they, and kind of how long are we expecting them to last? Uh, So the National Weather Service has issued a red flag fire fire weather warning um, that's in effect until Saturday. Um, they're saying the strongest Santa Ana winds are, um, are expected the rest of tonight and into uh, the rest of Thursday night and into Friday morning. Um, they were expecting them to kind of be strongest uh, today on Thursday, but it seems like they kind of peaked overnight uh, Wednesday into early Thursday morning um, when they had some really, really strong gusts up in the mountains, um, you know, close, close to 100 miles an hour up in, uh, up in the Cuyamaca Mountains. Um, so, so things got, got pretty, um, you know, pretty iffy last night um, and, and overnight into early this morning. Um, but, but things do seem to be dying down a little bit, but, but definitely still a lot of danger out there and, uh, and not in the clear yet. Mm-hmm. And how common is it that we'd see a Santa Ana wind situation like this this late in the year? Because typically those are usually, you know, more autumn things, right? Yeah, we, we definitely think of them, uh, you know, here in San Diego as being uh, maybe August, definitely September, October into November. Um, but, you know, as as uh, as the globe warms and as as, um, you know, climate patterns change, um, we're just seeing, you know, the the fire season stretching out longer and longer. Um, if you think back to December 2017 uh, here in the county, we had the lilac fire up in Bonzal. Um, you know, which which destroyed something like 150 homes up there. Um, and then that same month up in Ventura, Santa Barbara, was the, um, it was the Thomas Fire, uh, which at the time was the largest uh, in the state's history. It was passed, um, you know, in 2018 by, by one other. And then this year, a bunch of others have, have passed it as far as size. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, we, we typically don't think of December as, as a month where we get... Um, you know, this hot weather in these Santa Anas. Um, but just in, you know, just in the last couple of years, we've had those examples of, of the lilac and then that huge Thomas fire that burned all the way, um, you know, all the way to the ocean uh, up, up north of here. So, so definitely December is becoming, um, again, another month that we have to, you know, be careful of. Certainly, uh, all San Diegans kind of have to think ahead for things like this is this is likely to continue and, you know, until things change on a more global scale. But uh, looking at the county as a whole and East County, are there any parts where, you know, people are more concerned that a blaze could happen? Like, are there any parts that are like, if it happens here, it could be extremely bad? Or is it just kind of, you know, everyone's on edge, no matter what happens, happens? Yeah, ev- everywhere is dangerous. Um, you know, the winds are dying down a little bit. Uh, and in certain areas, you know, SDG&E cut power to um, this morning it was that 73,000 customers had, had lost power um, in these, you know, preemptive, they call them public safety shutoffs. Um, the last I checked, a uh, little less than an hour ago, um, they had restored power to, to more than 10,000 customers. So it was down to 61,000 without it. So they had um, identified some spots um, you know, where they felt good enough that the, you know, the winds had died down enough where they could turn that back on. 
Um, but I mean, it's still everywhere in the county is hot. Everywhere is dry. Um, and, it, you know, we know it only takes one little spark and, and, and things can get going quickly. Yeah, certainly having the power shut off is a real uh, insult to injury in 2020 when everyone's stuck at home and likely going to be, you know, a new stay at home order may be coming a matter of days. So for everyone trying to work from home and distance learning, uh, it's just disruption on top of disruptions. Yeah, it's it's uh, there's there's like no good options, you know, there's there, there really isn't. It's uh, yeah, it's it's bad. Mm hmm. And at this point, uh, with the current Santa Ana wind conditions and the extreme dryness across the county, uh, when are we expecting things to return to normal where we won't have this much fire danger? Um, so, I mean, we, we know kind of this by this weekend, things should die down a little bit. Um, but already they're predicting on, on Monday um, that another Santa Ana event uh, could begin. And so, you know, definitely for the next week, we're looking at um, really increased uh, fire danger. Um, I haven't, you know, really looked at beyond that um, just because, you know, we're so focused on, on getting through this weekend, um, getting through early next week and, and hopefully nothing big. Um, and, and then we'll see where things go from there. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of speculation here. But when you have these back to back Santa Ana win events, does that make it even more dangerous? Because I imagine, you know, if you had a long period of somewhat normal weather with some humidity, like it wouldn't be quite as dry. But if you have dry two days of normal, then dry again, I imagine that just increases the amount of fuel that could possibly burn. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not an expert on, on, on uh, weather patterns and, and things like that. Um, but I mean, I, I do know just, you know, I think we had maybe one day of rain a, a month or two ago. Um, and other than that, I mean, it's been months and months now of, of you know, really dry weather. Um, so I don't know, you know, I don't know if the, if, if this Santa Ana will dry things out even more um, for the next one, but, but things are already so dry. Um, you know, I, I think we're just looking at a lot of danger, uh, you know, this week. And then, and then if something uh, kicks up next week, um, it, you know, it, it has the potential to get really bad. Um, but luckily, you know, um, we have, we have great firefighters, uh, here in the County, uh, who do, who do really good work and, and are on things quickly, um, like they were last night. And so, you know, hopefully, hopefully the ability to con contain anything that does, uh, that does pop up. Mm -hmm. Certainly. And, uh, we did have that blaze that erupted at Rancho San Diego last night. Can you kind of wrap us, uh, walk us through that story? What happened there? Yeah. So it was, uh, I mean, it was after 10 last night, um, you know, I, I listened to the scanner each night and, and I started, you know, the, the radio started crackling with, with uh, you know, with news of this fire. And, and, and the first report I heard, um, you know, the, the firefighter reported it is, uh, you know, we've got we've got flames and they're they're threatening homes right away. I mean, it was it was immediate uh, that they were that they were right on top of some homes. Um, the area that this fire broke out, it was it was kind of a it was kind of a blessing and a curse. The. The blessing was that it was kind of a, a, an undeveloped green belt in between um, like a road and a golf course and then some homes. So there wasn't really any area for it to run. So it burned about 30 acres and that was pretty much all the vegetation in that area. Um, you know, the, the curse of it was that there was those homes right there. And so as, as soon as that thing started up, there were, um, you know, there were homes threatened. There was one destroyed, uh, at least six damaged. Um, you know, over close to 200 that had to evacuate. Um, I was, I was texting with one woman who, um, I mean, it was, it was immediate. They smelled smoke. All of a sudden they heard, you know, they heard, uh, the sheriff's department outside saying, get out now. Um, 
they grabbed their children, their dog, one vehicle, and they had to leave right then. I mean, it was it was really immediate. Um, you know, others others had a little bit more time, um, but because you know because of the placement of it, it couldn't get out and run and, and cause one of these you know hundred thousand acre fires that we've seen. Um, but it was it was really dangerous from from the get go. Um, you know, threatening some of those homes. Mm-hmm. And at this point, do we know a cause or anything like that? Um, the last I checked, we did not know the cause yet. Um, and so, you know, I, I don't want to speculate on, on what caused it, but, um, it was late at night. So, um, you know, a lot, a lot of times that could be like the power line or something like that. Um, but I'm, you know, I, I can't speculate on, on exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, finally, you're the UT's public safety reporter who covers uh, the late night shift. So what's your plan for the rest of the night tonight and also tomorrow evening where we could also see some more fires? Uh, just just same as always. Just, just uh, you know, keep an eye or keep an ear on the scanner, keep an eye on uh, on Twitter and, and, and what's going on um, out there. You know, the, the fire agencies around here are real good at, at getting information out quickly um, via Twitter, via Facebook. Um, alerts if you're in the area. Um, and so just, just keeping an eye on that and, and then listening for anything to pop up. Um, and, you know, hopefully, hopefully nothing will happen. Hopefully the, those winds will die down and, and keep dying down. Um, but we'll, we'll continue to monitor it. Certainly. And if you're living in East County, you know, pay attention and hopefully things will be fine, but you never know when a disaster will strike. Absolutely. Especially in 2020. Alex Riggins, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the San Diego News Fix. During the pandemic, the graphics and data team at the San Diego Union-Tribune has been updating the statistics on COVID-19 every single day. The UT has partnered with several other California newsrooms to better collaborate on stories about COVID-19 in California. The coalition includes the Los Angeles Times, the San Francisco Chronicle, KQED, KPCC, CAP Radio, Cal Matters, and Big Local News at Sanford University. To see the latest COVID-19 data, go to uniontrip.com slash tracking coronavirus. Until next time.